I grew up in the projects in New Orleans. Mm. And I've had guns put to my face. Mm-hmm. I, I've had people mistaking me for someone that they intended to kill until they looked me in the face and say, no, you're not the one that I was looking for. Mm-hmm. And I, I've been in those situations too, Charlie. Mm-hmm. And so there's even a reason why God has us together at this moment in time mm-hmm. that we can uh, bring to life some of the, the answers to some of the questions yeah. that, that's out there. Hey, it's a great afternoon in the city of Memphis. Hi, and welcome to Mid-South Viewpoint. I'm Byron Tyler. It's always a pleasure to get with you, friend, and talk about the, what God's up to in our community. That's really what Mid-South Viewpoint is. There's a lot of exciting things happening, and sometimes it doesn't get reported on the 6 o'clock news. Mm-hmm. So we want to take time out on our program. But we want to welcome you to the show, and today we have a longtime friend, Dr. Michael Ellis of Impact Baptist Church and Impact Ministries in the Frazier community. We've known each other for a long time, yeah, Michael. Yeah. And how are you and Angela doing? How was Christmas and the New Year? We're doing great, Byron, and Christmas and the New Year has been a big celebration, brother. And now <laughs> we just bring it together with seeing you, and it's just good to be here with you again. When you told me that you had a friend you wanted to bring with you, <laughs> and I learned that his name is Charlie Coswell, <laughs> and I thought, well, you and I are not going to get much talking now. Because <laughs> when you wind this guy up, he's got a lot to say. But, uh, Charlie, Happy New Year. So that's why y'all put me in the middle. <laughs> so. No, to be honest with you, we put you in the middle. You're the skinny one. You're skinny one. Yeah. <laughs> So, <laughs> I know. That way you can shut me up. No, no, no. That's why we put you. We put the cream in the middle. Yes, sir. We know that you've got a contagious love for Jesus. Yes, sir. Yeah. Like my brother Michael does, but we wanted to bring you in here, too. Excited to hear about some new changes for both of you guys yeah. working yeah. ministry-wise. Before we kind of dive into where everybody's at right now, there's something special coming up, Michael, you called me about, and that's kind of what we hear. It's called the MLK Weekend Celebration. We're celebrating the anniversary of Dr. Martin Luther King. Right. So this is really a big deal for our city yes. and really a big deal for our youth. Yes, it is. Tell me why. Well, I'll tell you, Byron, it's important for us to know and celebrate history. And it's important for us to know and celebrate the past so that we can appreciate the present. And that's what we're doing with, with our MLK weekend of celebration. And uh, I'm just excited about it, excited that Charlie and I are are serving together, and it's just, we're looking forward to a great time. MLK 50, a couple years ago, this will be the 52nd anniversary of Dr. King's passing. But when we had the MLK 50, we had a big conference downtown. I don't know if you guys were able to attend or not. I remember Rufus Smith, he was sharing Rufus, of course, the pastor of Hope Presbyterian Church in the city. He says, not that we need to totally forget about the bullet, we need to cherish yeah. the resurrection and what that hope gives us. Yeah. I mean, we're not forgetting there was a death. Right. You know, there was a death in Jesus, too, but it was the power of the resurrection that gives us life and hope and gives us dreams and gives us a different perspective. Right. Oh, without a doubt. I, I see Charlie. He's ready to say something well, now, yeah. in regards to that. Yeah, well, real I, I just say this, Pastor, to that, and I, and I know you got great wisdom to bring to that, is, is that when I think about Dr. King and, and 50 years later, I, I begin to see the hope of the prophecy of what he said and how it been it become 
it have begin to manifest the black and the white coming together, working together, the the dream that he saw when he was on that mountaintop. And so when I started looking at the 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 things that are happening that he spoke about, it gives you that hope to live on and move, move go on to see what the end is going to be. And so yeah. that's the hope that I see. As I mentioned, you're like an, a well-oiled machine, Charlie. <laughs> and I mean that with all respect. Yeah, yeah. Your excitement for life is contagious. Yeah. But you really have a passion because God has delivered you from a lot. Yes, sir. You have a yeah. lot you want to offer, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And again, giving back when you know, again, coming out of a hopeless situation, coming out of the project, seeing my two of my friends killed at an early age in life and the, the trauma that I experienced there and the lack of hope and thinking that I would never make it out that project. And to be able to go on and to be able to sit here and be beside two great guys like you, it gives me that continue to hope to take it back to somebody else and say, you got something to live for something on the other side of that mountain so what about that dr ellis oh i i can relate you know i don't talk a whole lot about it but charlie and i come out of similar situations i i grew up in the projects in new orleans mm. and i've had guns put to my face mm. I, i've had people mistaking me for someone that they intended to kill until they look me in the face and say no you're not the one that i was looking for mm. and I, i've been in those situations too charlie mm. and so there's even a reason why god has us together at mm. this moment in time mm. that we can uh bring to life some of the the answers to some of the questions yeah. that that's out there yeah Michael, when you first came to Memphis, you had retired from the U.S. Navy, right? which we appreciate so much your service, the, the, the freedoms we're able to share largely right. on the shoulders of our armed forces, so we do appreciate that so much. Thank but you. But I remember when you first came here under the ministry at Bellevue, reaching into the Fraser community yes. through impact. You uh, made an impact. You made an impact. <laughs> and you made a big splash. Yeah, and yeah. the yeah. residual waves of that is continuing on in even greater ways. How many years has it been now when you first came? We started uh, in 2006, really 2005, and right. then we planted the church when Dr. Rogers yeah. asked us to start the impact. And we started in the Northgate Shopping Center. You That's remember right. that? I remember that, yeah. We used to have those block parties <laughs> in the open area. Yeah. And, and God did some great things in that area. And then he just, just continued to grow it from there and and connect us with great people. And you and I, we've done, I remember you came out on location. We mm-hmm. have several times we've done yes. that. Yes. And uh, so it's been a, a, a wonderful friendship that we've We've had over the years, Byron, and you've you've helped us to to really help God to really show what He's doing in Fraser. Yeah, and and the light is starting to shine on Fraser. Mm-hmm. But we've been in Fraser for years doing what we do, what mm-hmm. Impact does, mm-hmm. yeah. and that's why we're sort of uh, from Impact Baptist to Impact Ministries to we just we're just sort of rebranding ourselves to just. Uh, we just want to be seen as impact. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Period. Well, your ministry is impacting not only the local community in Frazier. I mean, you had you were the first African American president of the Tennessee Baptist Convention, <laughs> which was quite an honor. Yeah. It. I'm humble. I was humbled by it. I still am today, and that's a part of what Charlie was saying about Dr. King's vision. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I had the opportunity to travel throughout this country, and particularly throughout the state of Tennessee and East Tennessee going into areas that, uh, and just quite frankly, uh, you may not have seen any blacks. Mm-hmm. And I was in the, in those communities speaking to all pastors yeah. that didn't look like me. 
And that was a part of Dr. King's vision. It just brought tears to my eyes the day that, that God allowed me to be elected. What do you think, Charlie? Well, I just think, you know, like you said, is knowing Pastor Ellis for many years. I remember when uh, we had about one of our first meetings and meeting him that he was elected to be on the board of directors of an organization that I was beginning to run. was called Rangeline Community Development yeah. Corporation. I seen his heart then. He's trusted the, the character and integrity that I brought to the table yeah. to help our community. Yes. And so it was nothing but God that for the season such as this that he bring us back together to continue to make a greater impact in our community so i'm excited about it and what god is doing so well i know that you have been used talking about state work adverse child experiences yes sir aces i mean and and i know you've got a summit coming up was it january 18th is it yes sir january the 18th at mlk high school just so happened that that mlk high school (laughs) mlk weekend uh and we want to send out shouts out to fraser community school bobby white for allowing us to use that school in a major way uh we're looking to fill that auditorium up it's got 1400 seats in there let's get it filled up and how we're going to do that in part we bring in some major people to the city uh Richard Kennedy, who is the director of the Tennessee Commission of Children and uh, Youth out of Nashville. Uh, we're talking about Carrie Virgo, who's with the uh, Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse. Uh, Dr. Athel Stewart, right here in the city of Memphis. And those who don't know Dr. Athel Stewart, and it's hard to get her, and I thank God <laughs> she I is a her. treasure for us. Yes, she's she a really treasure. Yeah, she was yeah, the first yeah. African American in 175 years of the American Psychiatrist Association to serve as president last year. And so she's traveled <laughs> all over the world, but she's going to bring her knowledge to us in Frazier. And she have partnered with us in the community, providing high-fidelity wraparound services, counseling to children that have been traumatized. Right. And so, again, we're excited about what that day is going to bring, 8.30 that morning to 2.30 that evening. So. I can't imagine the dynamic duel in this room here with you two guys <laughs> partnering in ministry together. Because a recent announcement, you're now on staff with Impact. You're working yes, hand-in-hand with uh, Pastor Ellis. Yes, sir. Amen. Tell me how that got started. Well, God started. <laughs> God brought it together. We, Charlie and I have been friends for years. We've been doing the same thing for years. Mm-hmm. I remember when uh, the big storm hit the city, mm-hmm. and Charlie and Range Line had the um, was was like the the hub for mm-hmm. bringing resources at Impact. You know, we usually do things at Impact, mm-hmm. and when we said, I said, Charlie, you're doing, you're the hub. We're gonna bring resources to you we're not going to do anything at impact everything goes through range line mm-hmm. and yep. we have a center place and everybody ought to be flowing through that that location what i love about this gentleman is the fact that this is through the local church yeah. you know yes. this is an established ministry and we're seeing god do great things through his church through yes. his people and that's what it's all about again it's the local church is that's going to be able to help a lot of times people looking for superman to come from out of the, the sky right. Uh, it's right the answer is right there in your community that's why when we talk about mitigating the uh, trauma that many individuals are experiencing, go knock on the local door of your churches because not only have this church impact have been trained and many of the members been trained to be trauma-informed, we're talking about other churches, the Pursuit of God Church, uh, Life Church out in Austin and Frazier. We're talking about Pastor uh, Holmes, who's with the Memphis Police Department clergy in his church, Pastor Kirkwood in yep. his church. So as many churches in the community that have people that's capable to help you uh, mitigate, again, the conflict that you're Right. dealing with yeah. that's causing you to go out here and act out in violence and so that's yeah. what that weekend is going to be all about charlie you were quoted i think just yesterday on the news mm-hmm. uh one of the local news channels you, you made a comment that 
The problem with the youth violence is beyond our police. Oh, yeah. The police is the after fact. It, it, is, it happens, but the police call because of the problem. And so the thing is, if we're in our communities and not addressing what we see as, as dysfunction, not just in the, the homes, but in our communities, and we just sit back like nothing has happened, then we the problem. I think it was Dr. King say, anybody that's a, a silent to the oppressor is worse than the oppressor. Well, and so that's where we cannot just sit back and be silent when we see what's happening in our communities. When you look at the 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 function of the church the church has always been the epicenter has always been the place where uh the city the state the county would turn to even the school system it used to be the church yeah if a, if a school burned down where they have have school at yeah in the church mm-hmm. and and that's the the community as charlie said should be the the activator. Don't you think in some degree the church has kind of become complacent mm-hmm. to it? Was it because we're overwhelmed by all that's around us, or what is it, Charlie? Yeah, I, I would say that. I, I would say that because the thing is, is that when you see so much dysfunction going on, and a lot of times when you talk about the political piece of it, where all a lot of times the tax dollars, and you see millions of dollars being spent in the wrong places, such as here in the state of Tennessee, where you, for 30,000 individuals right now in the state of Tennessee that's locked up in our prison, they spend $700 million to lock them up, but they only spend $200 million on 30,000 children in the school system, right? So you spend three times more to lock them up. It was Frederick Douglass that said hundreds wow. of years ago, it's easier to fix a child than to repair a broken man. And and so when we look at the fact that in 2016 when we didn't fill the beds to 90%, you know we signed a contract with the prison that if yeah. our beds are not filled, we have to pay the prison system. We paid $650,000 to the prison system because we didn't have enough people oh, locked my. up. Pastor Ricky Floyd was on earlier he was telling me that he had this conversation with a six-year-old, mm-hmm. and the six-year-old was telling him all about how the drug life goes down. Mm-hmm. Ricky just said he was sitting there, and tears were coming down just thinking about the environment our young people are in. Here's a six-year-old boy in his innocence. It's been taken away to some degree because you think about child playing and not thinking about how drug deals go down or how to transition a drug deal, and that's what our kids are facing. It's unfortunate that we live in a society where age has no barriers on basis. Mm-hmm. We really can't wait until they get to be 10 or 12 years no. old. No, it's, by then it's almost, almost almost too late. Yeah, almost too late. Yeah. It, they're going to have to, by then, they're going to have to experience something really traumatic yeah. before they would make a change. Yeah. And the scripture says, train up a child in the way they should go. Yeah. And I think with what Pastor saying too there is that we have to understand that our babies, my five, six year old baby, look at the the phone and know how to get, navigate oh, through yeah. social media almost better than grown folks. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So if you push one button, you see all the murders, the killings. So these babies are seeing stuff that we would have never saw at a, at an early that's age. Right, and so because of yeah. that, we got to understand yeah. we can't wait because the the society, social media is not waiting to expose our baby. And when you walk outside the door, the community is not waiting to expose our babies so why are we waiting till they get to a school to say this and i say this so many in so many circles is that two-thirds of education happens before they even get inside of a school building it's in the home 
individuals and in the communities that they are being educated, either good, bad, or ugly. Yeah. And so if we wait until they get into school, then all that's happening in our schools today is what that's been happening in that home and in that community. Well, I mentioned this earlier with Pastor Floyd. Uh, I have a niece that teaches in public schools in our city. She says what really drives her crazy is the potential in her classroom but the kids aren't given the effort because they have so much that's dividing their attention. Is that right, Dr. Ellis? Oh, yeah. It's just by the time they get to school, <laughs> they've experienced so much. Mm-hmm. And then most of kids these days, uh, the teachers are trying to teach them, but the children are thinking about beyond what they're what, what they're experiencing at school. They're thinking about what, what they're going to eat, eat. <laughs> what they're going to eat tonight. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and look, they're, they're trying to figure out Am I going to get home safe? Mm-hmm. Or, or is mom or dad going to be at the house? Mm-hmm. Or am I going to have a house? Are mm-hmm. the lights going to be on? Right. Yeah. It's just so many things that children are faced. And then, you know, another dynamic is I was talking to a, a young lady, and she was in her late, she was in her late 30s. Mm-hmm. And she's a great grandmother. Great great grandmother. She's a great grandmother? Yeah. Oh man. Wow. So I mean that's that's not out of the norm though. Yeah. Sadly that's not because of yeah. that continuous cycle yeah. of something happened to her that she allowed to happen to her children and yeah. they allowed to happen yeah. to them. And so it's that it's being exposed to that sexual stuff so early. You know, the other day me and my wife were watching the movie and they woman said, Kiss the woman and my little seven year old she said, Women can kiss women. I said, Oh my God. So you got to watch yes. what you letting your children yeah. see. And a lot of times I mean it's so easy. They sneaking yeah. it into cartoons, you know, you just had this situation with Hall mark that they had to go through the fact that the, the commercial that they was trying to show had two yeah. women kissing and then they had the controversy right. behind that right. so it's like a society is just saying accept it and therefore our children are being raised in this okay mlk weekend celebration give us some details well you know charlie and i we were talking about um first we were looking at we're having our health fair which was going to be uh, for the week on the on that weekend on that Monday yeah on that Monday which is the day uh, which is M- MLK yeah. the cell, day of service mm-hmm. okay and so we said which is that's the is that the what day is it that's, that's, that's that the twentieth the twentieth yeah okay yeah twenty 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 <laughs> yeah that's yeah that's right okay. twenty 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 yeah. nice so then Charlie and I start talking about uh, you know he's having just taking the whole weekend. And doing something big, mm-hmm. and we talked about we, we're gonna uh, on that 18th. on the eighteenth is when we starting with with the with that the summit, summit with the A summit, yeah, at MLK High School, and that started at eight thirty. And you can register online. You can go to Legacy uh, Legacy of Legend Facebook page or to my Facebook page and uh, register there. Okay, oh, yeah. and that's and, an all day event too. It's right? all day, and it's free event. Yeah, okay, free, and then. Um, Sunday. The whole the whole weekend is free. Yeah, and then Saturday, no, no, oh, Sunday. Sunday is going to be the uh, Sea of Blue celebration, mm-hmm. where uh, we're going to be at Impact and we're going to honor our uh, law enforcement agencies. Mm-hmm. And I think Charlie, we've already yeah. Charlie received. got Director Rollins going to be there, and his top brass uh, Sheriff Barnagle will be there, and his top brass, and then District Attorney Amy Wyrick. So we're going to be honoring them for their community work, as well as our former Colonel Sanders, who just retired from yeah. Old Loudon Police Station. So. Yeah. So we're going to be honoring them, and we're going to have a worship service. 
And then we're going to have, I'm not even preaching that Sunday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've got my cousin out of Houston, Texas. Mm-hmm. He's coming in, and this young man is, you're talking about trauma. Yeah. He's had three brain surgeries, mm-hmm. one eye implant, mm-hmm. and a heart transplant. Really? Yeah. And he's coming, and he's going to preach, and... You know, I didn't even tell him what we were doing, and he already he already said that his sermon is centered around you must be in uniform. <laughs> you know, and I, I, he didn't even know we were doing the wow, sea wow. of blue. Wow. I yeah. said, "Son, yeah. flesh and blood did not reveal that to you." <laughs> that's Holy Spirit power. Yeah, that's Holy yeah. Spirit. and so that's Sunday, yeah. and then Monday we're having a uh, a, a health fair. A school supply giveaway because by right now our kids need a replenishment. Yes, and so we're gonna have a school supply giveaway and you know our normal food ministry that we do, Byron. Yeah, and so we're gonna do all that on, on Monday, Monday, the twentieth, the twentieth yeah. from ten to two. to two. Yeah, okay. So now is really the time to tell listeners if you would like to donate some school supplies. Yeah, a lot of churches push this in the fall. But by the mid-semester, those supplies are diminished, and yeah. so we need to replace those Correct. with the kids. So what would folks need to do, Charlie, yeah. with those supplies? So they can reach out to us, again, Pastor Ellis or myself on Facebook, or contact Impact Ministry, and we can connect you with the team that's collecting those items and again. You want the tape and her team. Yeah, and her team there. A 2025 Clifton Avenue, if you want to just come drop it all at the door, uh, we'll come out and pick it up at the store, however we need to do it. We want to, again, bless these students that, again, take the pressure off the teachers because many of our teachers in our community come out of their pocket they, it does. Uh, yeah, you're right. to yep. do this for yep. the children because they don't yep. want these children to fail. We want to take any burdens of any roadblocks that are keeping our children from learning, and this is just one, uh, that we can offer that that light of hope to them through this capacity. So, again, uh, Monday, uh, 2020, uh, January the 20th, come out from 10 o'clock to 2 o'clock. You come early because I know it's going to fill up because we're partnering with a number of schools, uh, MLK High High School, Grandview Middle School, uh, Georgia Hill Middle School, uh, Delano Elementary. So all of these schools are got the, got the information. So they and their families will be out there. So we need y'all to come on out. Okay. And if we need volunteers as well to come out and be with us too. You go to those Facebook pages and get details about that. Or yes. be able to contact you. Right? Yes, sir. The flyers. There's flyers for it. Each day has a separate flyer. Yeah. Something else uh, we didn't mention at the beginning of the show. Not only, Michael, are you the pastor, of course, of Impact Baptist Ministries and Church, but you've kind of got a new role, don't you? Something that you're doing uh, on the side. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, uh, I was I was at Bellevue the other day, uh, yesterday, and some of the brothers was, were talking about, said, oh, Michael, you're a bivocational pastor now, aren't you? <laughs> no, I, I am honored and humbled that uh, our county mayor, Mayor Lee Harris, has allowed me to serve on his team and has appointed me as a, to serve as our Shelby County Veterans Services Officer. Yes. And what that says is that our office um, help veterans and their families. We, we um, help veterans to file their disability claims. And when veterans pass, we're there for their, their family members to help them with, with their uh, entitlements and benefits that they're entitled to and and we're just here to do everything that we can to serve those who have served us amen Mm -hmm. wow that's great hey i just was thinking when you mentioned mary lee harris there was a young girl who's been on our show before i think she grew up in the lucy ball area Mm -hmm. 
Dominique, and she got kicked out of every school because she was involved in drugs and, mm. and gang activity. Pastor Tony Wade and his wife through the community center started reaching out and loving on her, mm. made a connection. She heard the gospel. She came to Jesus Christ. Wow. She graduated with the highest honors from school, mm-hmm. got accepted in the University of Memphis, graduated with the highest honors, mm. went to the University of Memphis Law School and graduated mm. with high honors. Mm. And just within the last couple of months, Mayor Harris appointed her as part of his legal team. Oh, wow. wow. <laughs> and that, I mean, that's a story right <laughs> yeah. there. But see, the connection is, is that we can't just say what's happening with our youth. You have to stop and invest yes. in them. Yeah. Yes. And that's what you're talking about yeah. through this, not just this weekend, mm-hmm. but ongoing, taking time to invest in our youth, to be real, be up close and personal and front with them, Charlie. Yeah. It, it's about knowing the story. Everybody got a different story. And it's right. not. And so many times we look at the easy road out and say, what's wrong with those people? What's wrong with that young person? It's not what's wrong with them. Find out the story of what happened to them. And I guarantee you, when you listen to their story, many times it'll connect to what happened to you. Yeah. And a lot of times people are God to put people in your path, that same path that you went down, that you can tell them. Yeah. And I say it like this. These children are running as they're running into a wall right now. And what our role in in ministry is is to tell them when they get to that wall to jump. And right now they're hitting that wall. And so we want to say that everybody that hit that wall don't live through it. So jump and see what's on the other side. And that's what we're saying through this weekend. That's such a good word. So let's get closing details, reminding folks that we need volunteers, we need school supplies, and those school supplies need to go ahead and start getting those underway now and dropped off at the church or the ministry. Uh, Go to Facebook, either uh, Dr. Michael Ellis, Impact Baptist, you can get the information there. Check out the website. But this information, these supplies need to be given as soon as possible so you can get those organized and ready right. for that Monday. Yeah. And if there's any healthcare professionals too, you might yeah. be able to volunteer for the health fair yeah. on, 20th. on the 20th. Yeah. yeah. And then come out for the ACES summit on the 18th Correct. at MLK MLK High School. And again, seven workshops and trainings are going to be there for marriage. It's going to be for the pastors, the police, the politicians, the parents, the principals, the proprietors, and partners. Come on. <laughs> I love it. I love it. You guys are incredible. Well, this has been great. Thank you so much for what each of you are doing for Christ's kingdom as always. Both of you guys, y'all become dear friends, and it's such a wonderful opportunity just to share what Jesus is doing, you know, in our community. It's so exciting. Well, we're, we're just excited to be with you, Byron. And, and you know, we want to celebrate you um, because you provide us an opportunity, whether it's Impact or Pursuit of God or other ministries and other service organizations. You give us an opportunity to come on your show and tell our story. And so we want to celebrate you, brother. You, We thank Praise you God. for what you've done over the years. Praise God. Glory to Christ. Special thanks to yeah. all the folks that are joining us here on the radio and also online through Facebook and this feed. God bless you, my friends. Yeah. Thank you for what you're doing for Christ's kingdom. Thank you, Thank sir. you, Byron. Well, friends, that's all the time we have on this edition of Mid-South Viewpoint. I do appreciate you stopping by. I'm Byron Tyler. We'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.